Hello, and welcome to another drug-fueled episode of We Only Look Thin. I am Katherine Weigel, and I have lost 155 pounds, and with me is... Donald Weigel, also fueled by drugs. <laughs> the drugs. <laughs> I am fueled by the drugs, the the crystal meth. Um, I am Donald Weigel, and I have lost, uh, I don't know, 100 and... Some odd a pounds. pound-ish. <laughs> I don't know. I was down 104 pounds at one point, and now it's like 101. Donald lost one pound a hundred times. A hundred times. I, uh, We're not actually on drugs. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It's just fueled by drugs. It's Yeah, the show is fueled by drugs because we're going to make a fantastic Breaking Bad analogy. And that's a show about methamphetamines, which I guess, is that the same as PCP? No. No. Definitely not. PCP is angel dust. No. I don't know about drugs. Crystal crystal meth is is sometimes called speed, I think. Oh, okay. I think. Hmm. I don't know. I don't know much about drugs. Cigarettes and your (laughs) cocaine pills. Clearly, I am square and don't know much about drugs. We do not. Our drug of choice today is brought to you by tea. Yes. T-E-A. We're yes. drinking I do warm know a tea lot about, on a cold day. I do know a lot about caffeine. The, the last time and by we, a cold day, we mean it's like 65 the degrees. The last time we did an intro, I was catching on fire. It was so hot, and now I'm chilly Oh, yeah. I forgot cozy. about that. We were, <laughs> we were complaining about how we had to turn the fans and the air conditioning off to record. And, and now it was, all I want is a cozy cup of tea. I just yeah. want to but this is about drugs. Not about tea. This is uh, this episode is is called Breaking Bad. Yeah, I promise we're going to bring this around to weight loss at some point. You're saying to yourself right now, "What have I gotten myself into? Myself? Yeah. I have other things to do today." So far, they've talked about tea and drugs, <laughs> and have not given and me hot any. And cold. <laughs> have not given me anything to think about in terms of weight loss. Well, let me tell you, we're it's gonna coming. Give you some things. It's coming. We're turning it up to eleven. So there, there may be some minor. Maybe not so minor Breaking Bad spoilers coming yeah, up. Yeah, if you haven't watched, you Breaking, haven't Bad, watched Breaking Bad, stop maybe, three, four maybe delightful like, seasons. Yeah, yeah. Stop this podcast. Go watch it all, and then come back, and, and you'll find out how podcast. it relates to weight loss. Yeah. So, Donald, so, why don't you so, tell them what Breaking Bad is? So, Breaking Bad, for those of you who haven't seen it, uh, and those who might need a quick refresher course, is about a. Uh, a high school chemistry teacher. Mild-mannered. Mild-mannered. Who, Family man. Who at one point in his life was uh, considered a rising superstar in the science field and um, helped to co-found a company. Um, You're going deep on... <laughs> anyway, well, I'm getting to the point okay. eventually. Um, Even I'm wondering what the point of our <coughs> podcast is now. So, so basically, a science genius who, because of some life choices, ended up as a high school chemistry teacher. And um, thank you to all the teachers out there. He he gets a uh, cancer diagnosis, and the diagnosis is not good. I mean, obviously, a cancer <laughs> diagnosis is not good, but it's really not good in his case. And um, he realizes he's got no money to leave uh, to his family. And Sorry about that, America. We should pay teachers better. Decides, as as most people would in this situation, that he can use his chemistry knowledge. Uh, one of his students is involved in the meth trade, and uh, I guess you melt that down. That is not angel dust. <laughs> you, 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 basically, the way I understand it is you 
you like put a bunch of cold medicine in a pot on the stove and cook it in some way. Yeah, this isn't all okay, those details. Okay, are, this this relates to your weight loss. Anyway, so, so the point is, um, at the beginning, you're kind of like, um, so he decides to uh, to make crystal meth, and as you do, as you do. And the the point is, as the show goes on, like it starts from this point of like, well, he's doing a bad thing, but he's doing it for his family. So, okay, I'll go with him. And then as the show goes on, he keeps doing like worse and worse things um, as it goes. But each step of the way with this show, it's like, it's like I, as an audience member, you know, he would do something a little bit worse than the last time. And I'd be like, okay, I'm going to go along with that. And then he would do something even a little bit worse than that. And I'd be like, all right, sure. Um, and then suddenly you find yourself knee deep suddenly in you, cocaine you realize, and Yes, he's the guns. bad guy. Yeah, he's the bad guy. <laughs> suddenly he goes from being like the guy you're rooting for. And so, you know, me as an audience member, I'm like, I'm still rooting for this guy. And he is horrible. He's turned into like the worst person in the world. And uh, this is where you come in. You yeah. are the worst person <laughs> I'm looking at you. So, I'm not talking about our. So what we're trying audience. to say is, as you lose weight, you become the worst person in the world, and you start dealing and making drugs. No, no. but the uh, the the analogy here is sort of the, and I'll I'll take this back a notch uh, away from the drug trade, uh, and 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 uh, and take it back to the. Isn't it like the boiling a frog or something? Like if you put a frog in hot water, it knows it'll jump it's out. Hot. Yeah, but if you like gently turn up the water while it's in there, it then doesn't it know. Doesn't know. So and you, before you know it, it's boiled a lot. You are a frog teacher who has a chemistry background. <laughs> <laughs> a teacher of frogs in a very cute cartoon. Yeah. So the the point of this, and here we go. Here's the point: is that, and I, I've said this before, that habits. Uh, bad habits or good habits can come from erosion. It's never a big explosion of suddenly you're, you know, you're a person who uh, is fit and trim, and then suddenly overnight you are 300 pounds. It comes from an erosion of habits. And like Donald was saying with the the gentle, uh, mild-mannered chemistry teacher, is that with each step, with each day, we erode our habits and we go deeper and darker down a path of <laughs> destruction and darkness. And it's never, you know, someone posted the other day in one of the groups that in, in one plan, uh, onions were not friendly to a plan because they had too much sugar in them and that they were avoiding sugar. I'm telling you right now, I didn't get to 300 pounds because of my onion habit. No, no, I was not like uh, eating onions as if they were going out no, of style. Now, maybe blooming onions. <laughs> oh, with, yeah, blooming like, onion. Those bad boys are like 1,800 calories. They have a shocking amount of calories. I thought you were going to say a swear word. I'm glad you said shocking. <laughs> <laughs> um, but, it, you know, it's not the onion. It's the dip. It's the batter that gets us where we are. And it's not one day and of doing oil. it. And the oil. Uh, it's not the one day of the habits. It's breaking those habits, breaking the good habits day after day, season after season, uh, building up to a crescendo that includes me being 300 pounds and wondering to myself, self, how did I become 300 pounds? It's not fair. 
Yeah, uh, so I, I think what we're sort of saying is here, you've got to check yourself before you wreck yourself. That is what we're saying. You know, it's it's the kind of thing where you're you're going along and you're on your plan, whatever your plan is, and you're sticking to it and you're you're being great, and then something comes along and you're like, eh, what's the big deal? I'll have one bloomin' onion. Like just one, just one. I mean, that's it's not onion. a big it's deal. It's basically health food. It's basically basically health food. Basically, it, burns calories it's itself by eating it. Yeah, it's and not like celery. <laughs> <laughs> burns you never see a to bloomin' eat it. celery. A you bloomin celery pay me. Steak. Yeah, Ew. no, that does not sound good. No. Um, although maybe it would make it better. I don't maybe. know. Maybe I don't know. If you have made a bloomin' celery, let us know about it in the show comments. <laughs> So, Bloomin', this episode brought to you by Bloomin' Celery. Um, so, in other words, you, you know, you sell yourself just this one time. It's fine. And then, before you know it, you're, you're, twice you're eating your Bloomin' Onion or your, you know, whatever it, it is. It becomes a daily habit. And, and then the next thing you know, you've stopped, you know, all of your, your good habits. And it's this slow, uh, this slow, slippery slope to regaining those bad habits that you, that you once had. Well, and and two, you know, there are habits that one picks up. Like, I know I've talked about it before. When I would go on business trips and I would be at the airport, conveniently, there was a McDonald's at the airport and I would get all of the McBreakfasts. And it, it was a habit that I had of, you know, oh, it's just when I go to the airport. When I go to the airport, I have McDonald's. And then it turned into every day before work going to McDonald's and you know, people would ask me because I would never eat in front of other people. Uh, they go, but, but you don't eat anything. And it's like, because I eat in secret. Yeah. And it's that like, that that single event that suddenly becomes a habit. Well, I'm eating in secret one time. That's not a big deal. I can easily take this off. In in one of our wonderful conversations with Kate, she talked about how after she lost, um, she lost her hundred pounds and you know, she gained five or ten back, and she told herself, oh, it's not a big deal. I can easily take that back off. And then before she knew it, she'd put on another few and another few. And well, and it's never that, um, you know, and I've, I've done it too. It's like, well, oh, it's, I've been it, there for sure. It's not a big deal. And, you know, we say in one breath, you know, having uh, an extravagant meal isn't a big deal. And it's not. But it's what happens the episode after that that matters. Yeah, and and you know I think this is all about mindset and teaching yourself that you need to you need to form habits that are going to be sustainable for the rest of your life. Um, you know we've got a, an entire episode called "There Is No Finish Line," um, and uh, it's true. And I'm going to keep saying it and uh, over and over because I'm trying to also drill it into my own head. You know there. There isn't a point at which I can stop this. Um, there isn't a point at which I can allow, you know, one one indulgence to become two, to become seven, to become all the indulgences. Well, and you, I'm putting you on the spot here, but uh, you have lost weight a few times in the past, and you've talked about that uh, on one of our episodes, the Donalding, the Donna, the Donna, Donning, the Donalding, Donna, Donna yeah. Hewing, yeah, uh, and. 
you know, what has happened in the past for you? Because you, you've been really fit and you've said like, this is it. And I'm never like, I'm never going back. Like, do you even remember the bad habits that you? Yeah. And I I think each time it's been exactly what we're talking about here. You know, I get to a point. So you basically wrote Broking Bad. (laughs) Broking Bad, Breaking Bad. Broking Bad. Yes. My version was called Broking Bad. Where you lose all your money (laughs) by getting takeout. All of my money by eating Chinese food. I'm just repeating your joke. Um, and uh, I, I think I got to a point, and I was like, I am invincible now. I I can do whatever I want. Obviously, I've lost this weight. Um, I'm not the same person I was before, and I can eat what I would like now. And so I'm going to eat this one thing. Or, you know, and, and it's it wasn't just like a one-time revelation. It's, it's a slow step-by-step. You take one step forward down the dark path, so to speak, and, you know, I'm like, oh, I can I can eat this, you know, and then, oh, I can eat that. And I can, I don't have to, you know, do my exercise all the time. I can cut back and still be fine. I'm, I'm here. I've made it. And before I knew it, I was up and I, I was up 10, 20 pounds. And then I just decided to give up at that point. Like, well... I guess, you know, that's over. I'm just going to eat what I want now. And Well, and I too would, you know, I, I would purposely stop getting on the scale when I knew I had had an indulgent weekend. And I would, you know, say we would go to a, a birthday party or something like that. And I would way overeat. And then I wouldn't get on the scale because I didn't want uh, to face the music of the weekend. And then that would turn into eroding habits that week. And then I would skip the scale again. And then I would find myself six months later avoiding the scale. And magically, my clothes would shrink in the wash (laughs) at the same time as I would avoid my habits. Mm. And then I would buy bigger sizes because, I mean, the clothes are obviously shrinking and we need a new washing machine. Yeah, yeah, the washing machine is clearly faulty. It's shrinking the clothes. And, you know, and then people say like, oh, no, you look good. You know, that high pitched. uh, (laughs) Yeah, no. I never see you eat anything. Um, But it's that that avoiding the hiding the well, I'm doing everything right. And then really examining it and realizing that you are breaking bad. Yes, eventually you are the... You are a hot frog. You are the drug kingpin of weight loss. <laughs> or weight gain. <laughs> I don't... We haven't fleshed this out, people. We just... We don't... I don't like writing things down or coming up with... <laughs> you know, I'm not like writing scripts and plot lines and like big reveals at the end and, 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 and thrillers. But I will say that we are fantastic, even now, at those little habits that slip. And what starts out... Uh, you know, Donald said that he doesn't track baby carrots. He is a rebel. He plays by <laughs> his own rules. And it never occurred to me to not track carrots. Guess what I started doing? Not tracking carrots. And I do it with relish. Not actual dill relish, but I with it's flair. It's fun to do bad things. It's fun to do bad things. <laughs> like I, not tracking baby not carrots. Not tracking baby carrots. And it it starts with a baby carrot, and then the baby carrot turns into a Cheez-It, and then the Cheez-It turns into a cheesecake, and then suddenly, you know, it, it goes from just one untracked thing to untracked weeks, and so I still... I think, I think you're kind of accusing me of talking out of both sides of my mouth right now because I'm saying, you know, your, your don't, untracked don't walk down mouth. the, yeah, <laughs> that my untracked carrots are going to be my downfall at some point is no, what but, you're saying here. But I think it's that being aware, like, it's okay if I don't 
track a tomato or I don't track a carrot. But once we get sloppy and stop tracking other things, that's when the danger comes in. So it's if you're corralled into a, I don't have to track a carrot, that's fine. But if suddenly you don't have to track a blooming onion, like then that's an issue. Yeah, and I think that um, one of the things that that has been a revelation to me is that um, it's so easy when you're trying to lose weight or maintain fitness um, to lie to yourself. Like, there's no one that's easier to lie to than yourself. And if, you know, I've caught myself all the time uh, saying to myself, oh, well, I I don't need to track this one thing. It doesn't count. And it does count. It, it, you know, your body still takes in the calories and still reacts to it. Whether you decide or not that it counts doesn't matter. Um, it, it, the reality is that it still affects well, you the same way. And there are people too who, you know, and I don't call indulgences cheat days because the only person that cheats on food is the hamburglar. <laughs> um, so, you know, not saying like, ooh, I'm, I'm having a cheat day and I'm not going to track my calories because I don't want it to show up, you know, as a red mark on my Fitbit tracker or something like that. Like Donald said, it, it still counts. And the more you can measure and track those days that you don't count, you know, because we had this week, we had flag day which is a big mm, big celebration did. that is a good reason to have a blooming onion yeah and then today happens to be father's day father's day we're dating our podcast because this won't probably post till july but and probably not but then there's fourth of july and then there's are there more flags more more flag days yes there's canadian bank holiday uh so there are all these little reasons i know for like mother's day it turned into mother's day week of bad eating and going out and events and stuff like that and it's those like time and time again the more liberties you give yourself yes you have to live your life and enjoy yourself but not every flag day is reason to break out a sleeve of oreos yeah because it's father's day i'm i'm going to uh indulge um a little bit for lunch today and uh i know i'm going to do it i've planned it i'm going to track it it's part of my day but i also know that you know come monday i'm gonna get right back on it and it's it's the mindset of you know going in with my eyes wide open and not telling myself like, oh, I can do this today. You know what? And I can do it again on Tuesday and I can do it Thursday. And then before I know it, it's every day again. I I, I have to be aware constantly that this is a lifelong uh, struggle that I'm going through and that um, even though I have been had some success with losing weight, it could go away at any time, and I need to constantly be vigilant about it. Well, and I think that's what's really changed about this time, losing weight, because I've lost a significant amount of weight a few times before and always thought I was fixed, and I am not at all fixed. And the, the, the more I say that, I don't know if it frustrates people because they're like, no, you've got it all. You have a podcast. Like, you're living the dream. <laughs> <laughs> um, and yes, the glamorous podcast life we're living. Yes. Um, but I now know that I'm going to have to monitor this. And maybe there will be a point five years, 10 years from now, when it seems effortless. And it does not seem effortless now. It is a constant vigilance that both of us have to have to take on. And right now, I feel great. Like I have been 
on track for a few weeks. I feel very motivated. I feel on task. And there is a bit of trepidation that comes along with um, Flag Day or Father's Day. Uh, the two F days. <laughs> <laughs> Friendship Day. Friendship Day. Uh, three F days. Um, but I am going into lunch this afternoon with, uh, with a purpose and a plan and... I need to stay mindful in that because it is very easy for me to suddenly, you know, say, screw it, have another F day and just say, <laughs> screw it. And this is, this is bordering <laughs> on very adult language. It right is. Now. Um, but it's easy to make an excuse and to say, ah, why not? Like just a little bit more. Let's just, let's, let's enjoy it. We also have a wedding coming up uh, next weekend. We have some, some out of town things going on. So there's always going to be another chance for a treat. And it's not, you know, it's not like everything has to happen all at once. Yeah. I, I do not need to eat today. Like it's my last meal. Yeah. Um, you know, it's uh it's there's going to be more opportunities to to have treats and um there have there have to be more opportunities for me to avoid treats too and to stick to my plan and continue down this path well and also this morning i uh there was some some stressful news that i heard about and i actually got i i used to be an emotional eater and for about 45 minutes all i wanted to do was eat and it had nothing to do with the circumstance it wasn't going to change anything but i got really upset and i had to uh kind of check it because my old self would have wanted to self-soothe with food yeah and people use that sort of drama to uh as an excuse to to cancel a good habit all the time. Yeah, and so I had to really check myself and step back from it and not indulge that coping mechanism because that's what it was. And I'm glad that I got through it. And now I'm enjoying some hot tea. Brought yes. to you by hot tea. Delicious hot tea. And look, before we, uh, before we get too far down this dark path, I want you to know that you can actually turn this to your advantage break bad the other way break bad the other way would it be breaking good breaking good breaking good and it's it's essentially how i it's approach... a riches to rags and rags <laughs> to riches story it's essentially how i approached and i i don't want to speak for Catherine, but it's basically how i approached um my weight loss adventure this time and why i think it's it's worked and it's sticking and why i've um uh, why I've managed to keep the weight off for as long as I have so far um, is that I, when I initially got my diabetes diagnosis, I was devastated. I just thought I was immediately going to have to have no fun for the rest of my life. I was going to have to, um, you know, start working out six days a week, you know, two hours a day, and that my life was over. And Catherine said to me, you know what, why don't you just take a walk? It's not going to do anything. <laughs> <laughs> I should just have a stock person that says that like a little button that says it doesn't even matter but you know the the point here is that it, it can seem overwhelming it can seem like you have to turn into your ideal self overnight in order to to you know become the maintain the weight that you want to get to or to achieve the weight that you want to get to we'll edit that out in post and um you don't um you know you can do what you can do and just because you can't do everything that you want to do doesn't mean you shouldn't do anything. Um, you should do something 
do what you can do within the framework of your life. You have to learn to live um, live your life and in the context of losing weight and maintaining weight loss. And so, you know, I started at a point where I just counted my calories and figured out where I was. And then I decided, you know, why don't I try and eat 100 less calories a day and see if I can do that for a while. And then eventually it was 200. And then I... I, you know, I started seeing some success at that, and I, I gently added more and more movement. It's almost entirely just walking. That's almost the only exercise I do. I, I, I added a little bit of strength training after I was all, already down about 80 pounds. But I would like to remind you of when, when I suggested strength training, because I said, I said to you something like, hey, why don't you just start with like five push-ups? And you said something like, this is not even going to do anything. Five push-ups, what's that going to do? <laughs> <laughs> oh, I like yours better. Yeah. But it's it's that, like, what difference is it going to make? And you can say that in the positive or in the negative. And it all really does add up. I mean, I've been tracking uh, calories for two and a half years. I'm at goal, but I still need to do that because it is so easy for me. The margin that it takes for me to gain weight, lose weight, or maintain weight is actually very small. And I get to eat a lot of calories still at the weight that I am right now. And I know other people who are you know, on basically starvation diets, and it hurts my heart to know that they had to go to that desperate length to to lose but i've lost slowly and in a very boring non-montagey way um no one you know it it's not going to excite anyone to to see what i've done uh because there's no hit workouts there's no uh you know medicine ball kicking yeah you kick medicine balls i probably probably <laughs> If you know about medicine balls, let us know out there. Yeah, I don't um, know. Kicking or punching and, or something. And if you're at a phase where you want to take on big, exciting cardio classes or HIIT training and it makes you feel good, do it. That's awesome. But if you're not, that's, it's okay to start where you are. Yeah, and, you know, it's just I just walk. Like, I get more steps. I, I go out of my way to, you know... I'm in a three-story building at work. I walk upstairs to the third floor to go to the bathroom. Um, and, you know, it's just little things like that to get extra steps. I take the long way to the kitchen. Um, uh, you know, I park extra far away on purpose. And it all adds up. Well, and what I love about that, uh, you can go back and listen to episode four, the step episode. The step episode, like yeah, how to, how to get more steps. But I think that uh, I am a multitasker and... If I have to go to the gym, I feel like I think about all the things I could be doing that I'm not doing. Right. Like if I'm at the gym, I'm like, oh, I should be cleaning. I should be doing that. I should be that. But if you just add movement into your normal course of day, you're getting things done. You're multitasking. Yeah. If you if you want to become a marathon runner and that is something that you enjoy, then that is fantastic. Bless you. But I that is not me. And I I always I I many many times during my life I got gym memberships and I would go and try and be hardcore and then it always failed me because I hated it. I hated every second of it and I didn't want to do it. Um, but this time I've, I've gently added something to my life that I like, which is getting more steps. And, you know, my Fitbit gamifies it for me. And, you know, I, I think of it as collecting them and, you know, trying to hit this step goal every day. And it's really worked for me. And it's been something that I can do forever. And, you know, 
for people who are couples out there, walking together has been a really nice bonus for Catherine and I. You know, we get up early mornings a lot of times, which I know a lot of people are going early mornings, but it's been it's you know the favorite part of my day. We get to we get to talk and and because I'm delightful. Yes, all the time, all the time, and and reconnect. And it's been this nice sort of bonus to uh, to doing this. Um, so it doesn't have to be all about you know personal trainers and and running and and things that I personally didn't enjoy. But bringing it back to sort of the the erosion and the um, the addition of good habits, um, you know, I'm sure if you're listening to this podcast, you are somewhere in your journey. You have taken some sort of at least active uh, interest in your health and. Getting to a point where you are really honest, like Donald said at the beginning, really looking at your habits. I I see people who superficially say, I'm trying everything. But if you look at the whole week, if you look at the month and really look at, you know, are you getting enough sleep? Are you eating any vegetables? Are you secret eating? Are you not tracking the Friday donuts or bagels at work. There are all these little opportunities every day to make helpful choices and unhelpful choices. And the more we yada, yada, yada over the bad stuff, the more we wonder how we get to 300 pounds. And I know because I got there, I was going to school full-time and I was working full-time and I was eating lunch out every day and I was going to school on weekends and eating, you know, uh, Pop-Tarts and drinking Coca-Cola because I was uh, tired and overwhelmed and wanted, you know, I, I felt like it was making me feel better. It in the moment tasted delicious, but it was killing me. And, you know, you don't, you know, when the water comes up uh, slowly to a boil because you are a frog, uh, yes. when, yeah, our amphibian folk out there, <laughs> um, you know, it happened so slowly and so imperceptibly over a couple of years. Like, a lot of pictures have been coming up in our news feed of, you know, events from three years ago, five years ago. And I can barely recognize the person that I was back then and the indulgences that I allowed myself and the excuses that I made and the opportunities that I found to eat. And it, like, sometimes I don't feel like at this weight that we're, that we're different until I look back at our old selves and go like, oh yeah, we used to eat all the food all the yeah, time and it, it, it feels now in hindsight like we made excuses to go out of our way to you know to gain weight <laughs> but it and it it was not a shock and i'm sure that there are you know we're speaking to to our experience and our age bracket and our you know um our lifestyle but we really didn't care for ourselves and we lived in the moment for the moment for the food and we still think about food all the yeah, live long constantly, day constantly like, but you know i think that it it's it was these gentle you know tiny tiny baby steps like along the way that that got us to the point where we are now and i i swear to you if we can do it anybody can um it is achievable and attainable and it doesn't have to be the end of the world. It doesn't have to be 100% painful. It is going to be work, but it doesn't have to be the worst thing ever. Well, and two, you know, it gets to a point, and I, I know some people struggle with losing weight. And um, right now, for me, because, you know, where I'm sort of maintaining, and I think Donald is too, it's about 
living in a way that makes me feel good, living in a way where I don't have acid reflux after eating, or I don't have to take a three hour nap after two indulgent meals in a day to save up and then get, you know, takeout later on. We were not living in a way that respected our bodies at all and our health. And I played a victim to my job, to my life, to my overwhelm, whatever. And now I feel like I'm a different person. And I've said this before, our, our lives are basically the same. We have the same jobs, the same stresses, but the way we, re we react to them are totally different. And it doesn't happen overnight. And that mindset, I used to think that positive people were um, liars somehow, or they didn't have it as bad as me. And I've said this before, but no one's going to win an award for the most put upon life. And you have to start fighting for yourself hardcore because this isn't, you know, we're not in our 20s anymore. This isn't just getting fit for a wedding or, you know, a reunion. This is, we're fighting for our lives at this point. I mean, when Don got that diagnosis of diabetes, like, I don't want to be a widow. I don't want to, you know, uh, prematurely have to, you know, care for him in a way he could have cared for himself. So I'm very Be proud of you. Because she's lazy. Because I'm lazy <laughs> and selfish and people think I'm nice and I'm not. I don't want the hassle. No, that's not why. No, but like... It is so important to be healthy for the sake of health. And whether the scale is moving or not, if you are living in a way that is being respectful of your your body and <laughs> That's a little inside joke. A little inside joke. But if you know, drink the water, move around a little bit each day, eat some food that is is healthy and clean, eat yeah. some treats also find some balance, look to others who are eating mindfully. What do their habits look like? How can you emulate someone like me or Donald? Uh, what, what could you, what could you <laughs> add? Someone who's super inspiring like we are. How can you unbreak some bad in your life? Yeah, uh, what, what, is, what is a gentle habit that you can, you know, what is something you can continue to do that, that is positive? What is, a, what is a habit you can take on that, that won't kill you, that is a, a step in the right direction. And if you haven't seen the show Breaking Bad, uh, and it, you are daunted at the idea of, of watching five seasons, think of your life as five seasons. What were you doing five years ago? What excuses were you giving yourself five years ago that you're still Ooh, giving yourself Oh, and maybe you now? get Breaking Bad and a rebounder, and you do a rebounder while you watch it. Oh, that's a good idea. Yeah. So or, many good ideas. We have so many good ideas. Yeah. But... Look at your life five years ago. Have you made progress? Are you proud of where you are right now? Where would you like to be in five years from now? What can you start doing now to start honoring the person that you're going to be in five years? Where are you going to be in five years, Donald? Uh, hopefully uh, sitting on a couch next to you, uh, drinking some good tea. Oh, that sounds delightful. Yeah. <laughs> We're living the dream, everybody. Living the dream. Eating fruit and drinking tea. Just, uh, we are inspiring worlds. So, uh... Thank you so much for listening. Yeah, we really to... do. I truly appreciate your time. And um, if, you, uh, if you've gotten something out of this, please leave us a uh, five-star review on <laughs> iTunes. Uh, that it's would be Father's very helpful. Day. Give them, a, give them a good review, people. Uh, you can find us on Facebook. You can follow us on Instagram. Um, you can... Uh, tweet at us on the Twitters. Tweet at us on the Twitters. We are um, not on MySpace, so don't look for us there. Yeah, no, that's not Don't good. do it. We don't have AOL accounts. Uh, we have a 
website. We, we only do. lookthin.com. And uh, you can even email us at uh, weonlylookthin at gmail.com yep. if you would like. And if you are a frog near water, in water, hot water, cold water, think about what you can do to make positive changes. And if you can't think of any positive changes, just remember as you are sitting in hot water that Donald and I are... An inspiration, Asian, 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 Asian. Don't do meth. The information that you hear on this podcast is for informational purposes only. The hosts are not medical professionals. You should always consult with your doctor, nurse, or other certified health professional before beginning any diet or fitness program.